Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by C.J. Vogel. We're here to talk a little recruiting for the Longhorns uh, right now on Tuesday. Uh, C.J., interestingly, the portal is uh, in and out right now. We're trying to figure out exactly what's going to go on at the University of Michigan. At first, Michigan, it looked like, wasn't going to have anybody in the portal. Then their defensive coordinator left. Then their uh, linebackers coach gone. Then their strength and conditioning coordinator on Monday leaves. That stirs the pot a little bit. And now here we are on Tuesday waiting to see if any of these guys actually go in the portal from the University of Michigan. If they do, Texas would clearly have some interest on those guys. But barring that, barring what could be a massive upheaval at a program like Michigan, no, no different than what it was at Alabama and Washington, et cetera, it could be a, a big one for the University of Texas because they actually are long in the tooth on defensive linemen, which is a, a position Texas needs uh, desperately. So barring that, though, it looks like the portal for right now is over both going and coming. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, though, what happens with Michigan. So for the most of today, what we want to talk about for uh, the recruiting breakdown, uh, we want to talk about some of the elite prospects Texas has right now its eyes on in the state of Texas and some of those five-star out-of-state guys, right, CJ? So let, let's get started and go into this. Uh, this is the recruiting breakdown uh, brought to you by our friend Mark Saunders. Uh, Mark is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all of your stuff, everything from your home, car, and boat to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands with more than 35 years of experience? You will be with Texas alum, Mark Saunders. Give him a call, 512-218-8571. All right, let's start with quarterback, CJ. Uh, Longhorns already have their guy, uh, and that is K.J. Lacey. Steve Sarkeesian out to see him today, in fact, in Sarah Land, Mobile, Alabama. Sark will be there. Uh, Lacey is the quintessential five-star out-of-state guy. I know he's not – I think he's like ranked fifth or sixth in the country right now at quarterback. But Sark picked him out early and really likes him. Uh, you don't see Texas going after any other quarterback in this cycle right now, right? No, just K.J. Lacey. I, I, I look at it. Texas went after him very early. And, you know, the comments that were made right after he committed is Sarkeesian wrote down on a piece of paper after one – uh, one clip of his film saying Bryce Young 2.0 kind of goes to show you how highly he thinks of him. Obviously, Bryce Young, number one overall pick, Heisman winner as well. That's how highly he views K.J. Lacey. I, I, I think he'll be the only guy in the class. All right, let's move on to, to running back. We're going to go through these relatively quickly just to give you guys a sense. At running back in state, there's Tiger Ryden uh, and uh, Ricky Stewart. Ryden out of DeSoto, uh, Stewart out of Tyler Chapel. Out of state, there's two guys to really keep an eye on at this point. Uh, Jordan Davison, a lot of people know he's already made an unofficial visit to Texas. Uh, the young man is out of uh, modern day high school in Santa Ana, California, recruited nationwide. The other one, Tashard Choice, visited this morning uh, in Mississippi, and that's Akeelan Deer. Uh, tell us a little bit about Deer, CJ, if you, you don't mind. Uh, give people a sense that short Choice not just looking – only at Davison, even though Davison a clear priority. Yeah, we just watched the film together about Akeelan Deer. I mean, it, it, it took almost three minutes before he was brought down to the ground on the, on for from a tackle. So, uh, and tremendous burst and acceleration right there from Akeelan Deer. He has 
you know, plus size, I would say, at the running back position as well. It looks like he can add to his frame too. So uh, adding to the fact that he can run very quick is something that I think Texas is prioritizing. We talked about the importance of Jaden Blue on this Texas roster, kind of giving a one-two punch uh, with what Texas has going right there. He certainly fits the mold there and of this bunch. I see a little bit more explosion from him than I have from the rest of the bunch that Texas is recruiting. And I think that might be something that they try to hone in on and, and prioritize moving forward. Yeah, uh, so I mean, long story short, he's from Quitman, uh, Quitman, uh, uh, Mississippi. Akilah Deer is six one two hundred. Has offers from around the country. Uh, he is going to be a, a tough pull. That Quitman's right on the Alabama line too with Mississippi. So be aware of him though. Uh, is a new name, relatively speaking, but it looks like Tashard Choice very interested there uh, again in that SEC footprint uh, as well. All right, wide receiver. Uh, this is interesting because DeCorey Moore is the in-state guy that uh, we know Texas wants. We know they want Kelshawn Johnson out of Hitchcock, another in-state guy. Uh, then Ja'Cory Watson out of Shadow Creek. Then there's a number of guys, a manual choice out of Lancaster, that, that Texas could be interested in at receiver. Uh, out of state, it looks like there's three right now that they're kind of honing in on. Uh, perhaps there's a fourth. Jamie French is the most recent. He's an offer out of Jacksonville, Florida, Mandarin High School, who's one of the top players in the country. Yeah, he told me this morning that the number one thing about Sarkeesian and his offense that got him excited is how well they use his wide receivers and put them in positions to make big plays down the field. That's something that has caught his attention, having watched A.D. Mitchell and Xavier Worthy this past year. Texas offered just this week, and now it already looks like he's excited to get down to Austin for a visit this spring. But I look at these out-of-state guys, and you know, Texas isn't going after, you know, the nobodies out there. These are all some very talented guys that you'll see up in that top 15, top 75 ratings on a national scale. Marcus Harris had a modern day. Obviously, Texas offered Caleb Cunningham uh, as well last week. Cunningham released a top eight, top 10 that did not include the Longhorns. However, Texas was a little late to this party. Let's see if Chris Jackson and Sarkeesian can chip away and start fighting their way towards a potential official visit this summer. Yep, and the interesting thing about all of these guys, uh, French goes 6'1", 180. Cunningham uh, is a 6'3", 180. So big guys uh, that play, and they're going – these are all nationally ranked uh, guys, I think, for the Longhorns. And I think that's that's interesting because uh, you look at it and uh, they want they want guys that can play nat- – that are if they're going to go out of state, they want to go after the top-tier guys. And that's one of the reasons why we're kind of talking about these guys in this way, Harris about six foot one eighty himself at a modern day, so uh, also a top two hundred player in the country. So these out of state guys that we're kind of focusing on right now are very interesting to me. All right, at tight end, the commitment already is from out of state, Amari Winston out of Calhoun County, uh, a tight end. But Longhorn, the Longhorns are looking for more than just one, and as of right now, it looks like they're going to be looking in state for that one. There's a couple of them. One that we need to talk about is Cody Armstrong out of Jasper. Uh, he's a guy for him. Nick Townsend out of Spring DeCaney. Keandre Johnson out of Terrell. Uh, there are a number of different guys in a number of different ways Texas could go here. Winston's more of that pass-catching tight end. Do you think they're going to go another pass catcher, or do you think they'll go perhaps more of that big, bulky tight end that can play in line? It's a good question because that's exactly where Winston, you know, projects to be a little bit more of a guy that you can see down the field. I know with these guys right now, they obviously have that ability to stretch the field vertically. That's kind of what put them on the map. But 
when you look at Kyoto Armstrong and Nick Townsend specifically, there's a little nastiness in what you see in the trenches there. Uh, I, I know Keandre, Arms, or Keandre Johnson, excuse me, from Terrell is in that same mold. I, I, I do think there is a little bit more of a, a projectability in what they can become over Johnson at the moment. So I'm looking at Kyoto Armstrong, who was on campus often last year for the fall, uh, made a, a visit during the summer as well. He was back on campus uh, last week for the official or for the junior day. So Texas is familiar with him. Ty Anthony Smith is obviously a guy that he played with uh, at Jasper, and there's familiarity there. Uh, Smith was actually one that was recruiting him very heavily on on the visit. So uh, interesting to see. I like Nick Townsend a lot. I think you're looking at what could be a Jatavian Sanders 2.0 kind of mold right there uh, if you're able to get his body right. But the two of them are very talented. And if you can if you can pair them up with Emory Winston, you're looking at a very strong tight end uh, haul for 25. All right. Uh, let's move on uh, to offensive line. And offensive line is a little bit different. There is a strong in-state group this year uh, for the Longhorns. Michael Fasusi out of Louisville, uh, Ty Haywood out of Denton Ryan, Laurent Rogers out of Mesquite Horn. Uh, then you had Jonte Newman, uh, as well as Ryan Foji out of Bridgeland down in the Houston area. Uh, out of state, Texas, really, it looks like there's maybe one guy they're pushing hard on right now, and that's a young man out of uh, San Francisco, John Mills out of St. Ignatius uh, in San Francisco, 65290. Uh, he's a guy that visited for the junior day last uh, two weeks ago, right? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, he was on campus. He made the flight in, uh, came in Friday, stayed all the way uh, through Saturday's festivities on campus. I actually look at this in-state class, Bobby, as a something that I think Texas would prefer. You know, you have these guys in your backyard. You don't have to go too far to get them. Obviously, you have the ability now of winning football games on the field and showing development on the field as well. Say, hey, we can go recruit nationally, but it's much nicer when these big-time stars are right in your backyard, and that's exactly what this in-state crop possesses. When you talk about Michael Fasusi, Lamont Rogers, the Bridgeland offensive tackles, there's a lot of talent here. And I think Texas can be a little bit picky now that they have depth on campus to go out and say, we know exactly where we want to prioritize these guys and exactly, you know, not having to go too far. I think that's a strength for them in this cycle. I didn't even mention Jackson Christian out of Port Natchez Groves, who Texas went to see Byron Washington, the big human out of DeSoto, and then Connor Cardi out of Prosper, another guy as well. So big wave of in-state offensive linemen. We're really, they're, they're not doing much. And Kyle Flood is not immune to going across the country looking for offensive linemen. Uh, but really, the in-state offensive linemen, it just looks like such a good crop. They're not going to have to push too much in that regard this year. All right, uh, let's move on to defense. But before we do, I want to say thank you one last time to our sponsor, that's Mark Saunders. Call his office today at 512-218-8571. With more than 35 years of experience, you will be in good hands with Texas alum Mark Saunders, 512-218-8571. If you need only one insurance agent to keep tabs on all of your stuff, everything from your home, car, and boat to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV, make it Texas Allstate agent 
Mark Sanders. Mark, thanks for sponsoring the recruiting breakdown. All right, let's go to the defense, uh, CJ. I think this is important uh, because let's start with edge. It looks like a good crop in state, uh, but I don't see anybody out of state necessarily that the Longhorns are just, you know, gripping to have. They've already got Landon, or Lance Jackson, excuse me, from Pleasant Grove. Maybe that's part of it. They don't feel like they have to push since they already have one uh, commitment. But the others that I've got, Chad Woodfork, Max Granville, who I know they like uh, more than maybe they thought initially, Kamori Morgan, Gus Cordova, Deshaun Morgan, a lot of guys, almost all of them are all of them are in state at this point, basically. Yeah. And for, for most of them, you don't have to go too far. You know, Cordova and Morgan are both Austin residents. Uh, they're right around the corner. They were both on campus as well for the junior day not too long ago. It's Im impressive to me, this state of in-state edges or this, this crop of in-state edges. There's a lot of length here. And I, I think looking back at previous cycles, you didn't get a lot of that. You know, there was a, a couple guys out of Garland or Mesquite that might have popped up every now and then uh, in previous cycles. But you didn't see it from a, a, a true, you know, holistic view at the state of in-state, in uh, you know, edges. And I think that's what you get right now. Chad Woodfork is someone that was on campus last spring. Uh, he is, is, is very fond of what Kelvin Banks is doing right now. He's out of Summer Creek. Obviously, he grew up watching Kelvin Banks. Uh, Kamoran Morgan right now has Texas in his top five as well. So a lot to, to like right now. And, I mean, we talked about Smith Arogbo, a recent Texas offer out of the Houston area. His film is very exciting. And he's one that's really on a high, you know, steep trajectory in the spring in terms of where his recruitment is going to go. Texas gets involved and it looks like uh, it, they won't be the last school because he, his uh, recruitment and film from his junior season is really exciting. I tell you what, let's move on to defensive tackle. This one's interesting because they are going to do some stuff out of state. They already have. Brandon Brown, we saw pictures of Tashard Choice, Jeff Banks, and Steve Sarkeesian all at O'Galley High School in Florida meeting with Brandon Brown. They love that guy. Uh, they're going to have to fend off some national competition. He's already committed to Texas, but, you know, that's how recruiting goes. Also out of state, I want to put this guy on your, on your radar, Ethan Utley. Uh, out of Na Nashville, Tennessee, has been to Texas before already uh, and seems to like the Longhorns, has some in some, you know, national offers as well as in-state offers from Tennessee. LSU is offered uh, six, three and a half, 275, though. Uh, Texas involved there. But the in-state crop, again, looks pretty good, relatively speaking. Uh, that's Zion Williams, Floyd Guidry, uh, Shane Rink's son, uh, Landon, and then also Xavier Pono. Uh, DJ Sanders, Dylan Battle, a bunch of guys. Do you think Texas is going to go for another out-of-state guy, or do you think they're going to try to keep Brown and see what happens here at defensive tackle? I think if you're able to keep Brandon Brown, it's going to be a successful year on the defensive line. You want to add and compliment him and what he brings to the defensive line. Uh, but for, for Coach Baker and his first year as a Texas recruiting uh, coach, you know, it, it kind of – depends on how quickly he's able to get acclimated. I think staying in state's probably more likely as a result of these kids being more fond of the Texas staff in general. And obviously the program in which uh, is now adding coach Baker to the mold. That is until he's able to get his feet really under him and running on the, on the recruiting grounds. I look at Zion Williams and Floyd Guidry as two guys to really watch in this, this class. Uh, Guidry came out on record and said that Texas is one of his dream schools uh, that was before visiting for the Texas Junior Day. And obviously Zion Williams might be the best interior defensive lineman in the state of Texas. So 
Again, a pretty strong crop of interior defensive linemen this year in Texas. Those are the two guys that I would keep a close eye on moving forward into the spring. All right. Uh, linebacker, a little bit different here. It is loaded yeah. Um, in state. And I can't – they've already got Anthony Williams out of Shadow Creek. I don't that, – that's a guy that's a quasi-edge outside linebacker. But, man, Bo Barnes, Riley Pettijan, there aren't going to be better – but the, you know, they, they've offered a couple guys from California, too, and one from Georgia. Uh, you think they're just putting their – their uh, making sure they have irons in the fire in case they can't get uh, Barnes and Pettijan out of this group? Because, look, I mean, Nasir Wyatt's terrific out of modern day. They've got uh, a couple other ones, another uh, – uh, a guy out of California, too, Teo, I believe his last name is. What, where do you – what's Texas thinking here? Because – I have to think if they get Pettijan and, and Barnes, they got to be smiling from ear to ear. I would agree 100%, especially after taking just one linebacker in 2024. It looks like right now they're lined up to have a pretty special linebacking class, and that is, of course, with uh, Bo Barnes and uh, Riley Pettijan up at the top. Uh, it's going to be a regional battle for Elijah Bo Barnes. Obviously, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, LSU are all in the mix. Riley Pettijan, Michigan's now getting involved pretty heavily for him as well. But you'll start seeing the same similar kind of contenders with AM, Oklahoma, uh, some Alabamas perhaps. Uh, Georgia. Georgia's going to get in there with Pettijan too, I think, right? Yes, absolutely. So that's I, I think Texas is would like to keep those two guys in state. Those are two the those are the two top guys. Uh, in my opinion, for the linebacking position in the state, uh, if they if they aren't unable, there are a couple names that they were able to get on the campus this past week. Javar Thomas out of the Houston area and Jaden Shelton out of uh, South Oak Cliff. Both of them are which, uh, you know, talented prospects in their own right. They've started to become more regional uh, prospects as well on the big, on the larger scale recruiting stage. So I'm, I'm very, you know, comfortable with saying that this linebacking crop for the in-state guys is, is pretty talented. All right, I'm going to mix these next two positions together, and that's cornerback and, and safety. Um, look, Dorian Brew out of Conroe is a priority for Texas, but Ohio State has a strong tie there. Uh, then you have guys like Devin Sanchez, who's already committed to Ohio State, Jabari Anton, who's already committed to LSU, Kobe Sellers, uh, who apparently likes OU a lot out of Shadow Creek, and Caleb Chester out of Fort Bend Marshall, uh, Texas and Texas A&M. Uh, right now, it looks like as well as LSU maybe going head to head for that. Out of state, though, there's not much at corner. Chuck McDonald out of Modern Day, maybe uh, another mine. This is what one of five prospects Texas is interested in at Modern Day. Uh, at safety, Jonah Williams out of Ball High is a blue blue chip. I mean, he's as blue as they come. Saul Reyes out of DeSoto is another one. Uh, but one guy to keep an eye on that you mentioned to me is Fajin Delaney. Tell people a little a little bit about the safety out of Maryland. Yeah, a uh, very talented national prospect. He's in that top 50, top 45 range right now on the, the national rankings. He's on record uh, having talked to previous reporters that he is very, very much looking forward to getting down to Austin to see what Texas has to offer. Uh, a little bit of a, a change in what we've seen from a national perspective from these national recruits when talking about Texas. Obviously, I believe that is the result of making a run to the college football playoff. And Delaney's one of those guys who, out of only Maryland, has mentioned that Texas is a school that has caught his interest, you know, and I think that's very important moving forward because you're looking at the rest of this in-state defensive back group. And, you know, we've talked about the edges and the defensive line and the linebackers defensive back, perhaps not as deep as what you would have thought for an in-state Texas crop. So uh, if Texas is able to get some of these extra outside or out of state eyes, that's only going to help what will be a pretty strong 
uh, 25 crop. Yeah, they need to hit on a few of these out-of-state guys. They already have. Brandon Brown, Amari Winston, K.J. Lacey. But adding and sprinkling in four or five more, I think, gives your class a little bit more of that high-end discussion. When you start talking about guys that are in, I don't know, the top 50 in the country like Delaney, that, that's a big piece of it, right? Uh, and so uh, very interesting there. All right, last thing I want to talk about here is, is this, and that is Texas overall uh, and their recruiting positioning. We've seen Steve Sarkeesian in the early part of this week out all across the Deep South, right? And, and the last week they were in California a little bit. They're clearly going to be recruiting in the Deep South. Do you? I I personally am big big fan of this. You have to spread your wings and, and get higher ranked players, more of them on your board, so you're not dropping down to that next level. Do you? But do you see Texas being successful with this this? kind of tactic, CJ, or do you think this is a lot of, lot of to do for not much? I mean, right now they've already got three commitments from the deep South. Yeah. A couple of things. I think if there's ever a time to really make some uh, imprints in the deep South, it's a year in which you're coming off of, yeah. you know, uh, a college football playoff appearance. And it's the year in which you're entering the SEC and where all of your games will now be in the deep South territory. So that's, I think uh, the best of both worlds, they complement each other very well. Uh, but I look at the hiring of, Brandon, uh, of Kenny Baker, excuse me, the new defensive line coach. Texas went out and got a guy who has ties to the Deep South while also having a year of NFL experience. I thought that in a way it fit or checked off a box in which Sarkeesian wanted to hit uh, for his defensive line hire. And I know that you could talk about his uh, experience not being as deep of, of a resume, but hey, he's He's got ties to the Deep South. So does Tashard Choice. You know, that's kind of where you're looking at the strengths of this Texas staff right now is they they cover the, the country so well. You know, Coach Nansen has the Polynesian ties. Coach Jackson and Sarkeesian and Banks all have ties out to California. Obviously, Coach Flood has ties to the Northeast as well. So it's very interesting to me to see how the makeup of this coaching staff fits really an entire country <laughs> in a way we've seen Sarkeesian and his staff go out to Arizona and California on the West coast. We've talked about the stops in Louisiana with coach Brandon Harris going out uh, while on the, the, while being elevated to the coaching staff as well. Florida has been a spot they've had success with uh, as well as, you know, going into Mississippi, you know, Melvin Hills is a guy that they just added from the defensive line crop uh, a year ago. So I think of it as Texas is checking every stone, uh, across the country right now to find the 20 or 23 guys that they can fit into a class and say, hey, we checked every uh, every box, every nook and cranny to find what we believe will be the next era of successful Texas Longhorns. And right now they're doing a great job of it nationally. All right. Good stuff, CJ. I, I just think it's a good – I think that, you know, Texas has to keep putting its feelers out there. And I do think that the SEC is going to change the trajectory of Texas recruiting in the Deep South. It's not been something Texas historically has done in my lifetime, really. They've, right. they've cherry-picked a, a couple. Uh, but going more into that region, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see exactly how uh, Texas fares uh, in that, uh, in that uh, kind of uh, combat, for lack of a better term, yeah. right? All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's uh, recruiting breakdown, uh, brought to you by Mark Saunders of Allstate Insurance. Uh, for C.J. Vogel, I'm Bobby Burton. Make sure you check in the live stream tonight with Rod, CJ, and Aaron. Hook them. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.